The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalade. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today in the house, E, we have Leslie Coffee Company. That's right. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Ebony. <laughs> so glad you are here. I was just sharing, not too loudly, because Don will try to like show up, but your patio is one of my favorite places to be in the morning, oh, having a little coffee. Let's see. What, what's that address again? <laughs> I need to know where to find her when she, when she can't be found. So Leslie Coffee Company, duly noted. Okay. All right, you got Continue. it. So Sarah, tell us who you are and what you do. Well, my name's Sarah Leslie, and I'm an owner and barista at Leslie Coffee Company. We're located in Delano. We opened at the end of 2018. Mm -hmm. So it'll be four years around Christmas. And we're a coffee shop. We serve coffee from companies all across the country. And we have food, a kind of small food menu. I wouldn't call us a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're definitely a coffee shop, but we do toast and we make biscuits we make biscuit sandwiches and pastries so but yeah I think our main focus is coffee and the thing about coffee shops is there are places where coffee shops serve a lot of purposes for people a place of course to get coffee but mm-hmm. also a place to study work on your computer meet with friends meet have a business meeting yeah. go on a date so Coffee shops are places where people can come together and kind of mix. I guess the word for it is a third space, right? It's not work or home, but it's another type mm. of public place. Third space. Nice. Yeah. So community and being part of Wichita, part of Delano is really important to us. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of what you just said is like incredibly true because I've done all of those things in that space, other than date. My husband hasn't <laughs> taken me there on a date, but <laughs> there's still time and there's still hope. Yeah, he could. <laughs> um, but I, I really love it because, like, you get such a diverse crowd in there, which is so neat. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say we do. Yeah, I think we do. A, a lot of people drink coffee and even people who don't, drink coffee. I mean, we have tea, we have other stuff. So I think as opposed to like a bar 
where, you know, there might be an age limit or people are there more to actually drink, like coffee shops can also just be places where people hang out. Yeah, they're yeah. just hanging. A lot of times people are just literally hanging out, reading, um, playing games sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a, it's a really fun atmosphere. One of the things that I really appreciate when I come in, you have a, a refrigerator there. Yes, we're a host of the ICT Community Fridge Project. And we started hosting the fridge in 2021. So it's been a year now that we've been a host, a mm -hmm. little over a year. And what does that mean? Could you tell our listeners what that entails? The Well, it's important to me that people know that the fridge is not my idea or my project. Sure. It was founded by Tajane Stalker um, and... The fridge, there's several fridge locations in town. The ICT Community Fridge Project is a grassroots mutual aid organization. And their mission, their value, their driving force is that everybody eats, that anybody mm. should have access to food. And so the fridge, we accept donations from anyone there's a list of things that you can't donate, but for the most part, we take anything that's like unopened, prepared in a commercial kitchen or from a grocery store. And anyone can take anything they need. You don't have to show an ID or mm -hmm. have, there's no requirements to take. So give what you can, take what you need. Uh, when I, f I first saw you guys put that in uh, the shop, I was like, wow, this is really great. Makes me love it even more. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been in business since 2018. And uh, in between that time, there was a little thing called a, a pandemic that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to us about how you, you know, have come to the other side of that. Because, you know, there we were in some murky times. The doors had to be closed and then we could do only patio. And now we're back inside. So what did that look like? We opened the day after Christmas 2018. So really 2019 was our first year in business. And it felt like we had a lot of momentum at the beginning of 2020. Like, wow, things are kind of working out. Like maybe, maybe this is going to be okay. And like, I could, I could start paying myself. We could, this is like a viable business. And then when everything started to get canceled and closed down in the middle of March and we closed for uh, six weeks in April into May. And then when we, re when we reopened, we were doing uh, to go only. And we stayed that way for a whole year. There were other businesses that made different choices, you know, doing indoor seating and distance. And it was really important to me that the staff didn't feel like they were at risk of getting sick mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. And there was no real way for me to completely take that risk away. But to me, it seemed like the best thing to do would be to do takeout only. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. And <laughs> what I said earlier, coffee shops are a place where people can come together, sit, meet a bunch of strangers, right? The whole concept of a con coffee shop is kind of like, COVID was, we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. it's the opposite, right? Right. So that really was tough. And we didn't have a ton 
of cash that we had, you know, in the bank to really get us through. So, you know, luckily the payroll protection program and stuff like that helped us through and really just kind of had to rethink the business almost entirely and just be creative and do whatever we could. At the worst point, we were down to 6.30 to 1.30 as our hours. So we did a shortened schedule. I had two teams of people so that if one team went down, the other team could cover. And we worked three or four nine-hour shifts a week. Hmm. And we only ever worked with those people. And we... Luckily, we had customers, I think, who chose us as the business that they were like, I'm going to go here and make sure that this place doesn't close because I'm going to go here every day or two times a day or buy gift cards, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever I have extra money. And we were able to make it through. That's awesome. It it got close. I called my accountant and I was like, "Um, I think I'm going to run out of money. Do you think you can help me figure out when? (laughs) And we ran the numbers and it was like two weeks away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, you're, you're really in the unknown. And then when we reopened indoor seating, uh, we were so busy and I had no, I, that really surprised me. But I guess what happened is that people were waiting. They were. And they were excited to come back and support us when they could. And I think that people really appreciated that we stuck to our values and, you know, stuck with the masks, Mm -hmm. didn't do the indoor seating, even if it meant they couldn't come. I think a lot of people saw that and that meant something to them. Yeah, I would agree. I would totally agree. So what made you decide that you wanted to start this coffee business? Well, I was a, have been a barista since 2006. I started being a barista when I was in college in New York City. And, you know, once you get one job, it's easy to get another. And I found that I really loved coffee and working in coffee shops. I volunteered a lot for the Barista Guild and especially Coffee Association, um, especially with their professional development programs, their Barista Level 1 and Level 2 certificates. And I was a credentialed instructor for them. Mm. And then... I'm sorry. Go back. Okay. <laughs> you started off just, you know, in college and I need a job. So I'm just going to go work at the coffee shop. And then it moved from just working at the coffee shop to like instructing and become certified <laughs> and now owning a business. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that was 2006 was a long time ago. So I've made a lot of cups of coffee between then and now. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> but I think volunteering for the Barista Guild and being a part of that organization, I think was a big step up for me to see. Well, the person that really got me into it was Ann Nylander. Uh, she lives in Seattle and she actually doesn't work in coffee anymore. But being a barista is really a craft. You know, it's not I think a lot of people see it as an entry-level job that is kind of like a counter mm-hmm, service mm-hmm. worker, expendable, replaceable. But it is not. It, it really takes a lot to be able to manage making drinks to the high standards that we have and doing everything else that you're doing. And not every not everybody takes it seriously, but I met Anne and I was like, wow, Anne is like really serious about this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I guess 
I could be serious about this too. This could be my career. And so I just kind of got more into what she was doing with the Barista Guild and things have changed now with their education program. But at the time it was like, if you had enough skills, if you could pass the test, then you could volunteer as an instructor. You had to take this instructor development class, but then you could teach. So I kind of like taught my way into the certificates. Okay. And then, gotcha. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just worked at a bunch of different coffee shops. I worked as trainer and regional manager. Mainly on the coast? Mainly in New York City, yeah. And then you, what year did you come back to Wichita? I moved back in 2016. 2016. Okay, and then two years later, you're like, two years later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do it on my own. Well, I'm thankful to the lady who showed you how to be serious. (laughs) (laughs) And I never knew that there was a barista guild. I mean, that's number one. And you're right. I think it takes incredible, like, skill and craft to, um, you know, create the perfect, um, you know, brew or, and the little designs. How do, I don't know how you create like a heart or clouds. And I mean, that's artistry at its best. Yeah, it's, well, it's called latte art. And yeah, it takes, it does take a lot of practice to get right. And you have to steam the milk just right. And then you have to pour it just right. So, I mean, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes the, what makes the color darker? And when I take it, the milk makes the color of the liquid lighter. I mean, when you're doing these designs, how you, what makes it darker in certain places? How does that work? Well, I think, I guess you're talking about contrast, like the difference between the dark brown of the crema and the white of Correct. the milk. Exactly. And so <laughs> as you pour, it's important to like, you pour from up high at first so that you keep that dark crema, that coffee color. Okay. And then when you want to start your design, you get close really fast and then you get just white. So you don't get any of that in between wow. like milky color. And yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was really good. I'm impressed that she could interpret what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was really lost on that. Just colors and yeah, designs and people's faces and all that. No, that's pretty awesome. I just have one question before we go over to the break. How do you define success? That's a good question. I guess I've been thinking about that a lot recently. I do a lot of yoga and I was reading this meditation book and the message was about self-study and saying, uh, give up hope. That hope is an illusion that is distracting you from reality. And it made me think about the coffee shop and how a lot of times when I think about the business, all I see is the things that we aren't doing well enough, Mm. the things that I'm not doing that I should be doing, the things that the staff isn't doing that they should be doing. And like, also, I think there's this push to think about like, what's next? You know, what's what's your next move? You're doing good now, but what are you going to do next? And reading that kind of made me think that maybe the coffee shop is right where it needs to be right now. Like, what if our goal was to just keep doing exactly what we're doing now mm-hmm. and just stick with it? and see where it goes. I don't know if that answered your question. Are we successful now or not? But I mean, 
we're paying the bills and I'm able to pay myself a little bit. And that's big. That is huge. (laughs) And I think that for the most part, uh, people like us, we have a loyal following and we're still finding new customers all Mm -hmm. the time. So wonderful. That's the perfect answer. Thank you for (laughs) sharing that. Well, friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. We will be back to hear more from Sarah Leslie and the Leslie Coffee Company. Seeing the world of energy differently means looking forward and innovating now. It's why we've invested in a next-gen infrastructure, one capable of providing energy to you more dependably than anything before it, so you can focus on what matters most. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Sarah Leslie in the Leslie Coffee Company, and we are just talking a little bit about her business and some of the um, challenges she's overcome in her time as being a master certified barista. (laughs) 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 Now I'm like interested. I may like pick up a shift so you can teach me how to become a barista. (laughs) Yeah, you should. So speaking of like, you know, joining your team, what is the culture like in your your establishment? Mm. How would you define that? Well, I think that one thing that not everybody thinks about when they open a business, especially a coffee shop, is that you become a boss, which Mm -hmm. I think is a really important, really important job. It's really important to me that people feel like I am a good boss, Mm -hmm. which is really hard to measure yourself by that stick because it's hard to keep people happy sometimes. But I think that because I have so much experience in coffee and I still work floor shifts with my staff Mm -hmm. and I do all the jobs, you know, there's a lot of cooperation and mutual respect. And I think like, I understand how hard the job is or like what the challenges are. Mm -hmm. And I hope that my baristas appreciate that. And I think they do. And just try and focusing on recognizing that they're my primary stakeholder group in the shop and yeah. keeping keeping them happy, listening to their feedback, mm-hmm. and also just respecting the work that they do by, you know, paying them the best that I can and providing a lot of opportunities for them to grow in the coffee shop, but also as human beings is important. So I guess the culture is just about just hopefully celebrating them, respecting them mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, they don't all have to come in and say coffee is my number one thing. I want to yeah. be a barista. But if they're interested in it enough to learn it and they want to, you know, meet but, people and be part of the community, then that's good. So if someone wants to come in and you said coffee's not their number one thing, right? And they say, but I'm really interested and they fall in love um, what would be some advice like to if if you have young ladies who's thinking about opening their own coffee shop, uh, make an impact in their own little part of the community? What are some of the steps to doing that? Well, I think if you can work as a barista somewhere first is good mm-hmm. because um, you should know if you like it and you really have to like it because there's not a lot of money in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to find joy in the actual work. And I think... I don't know. For me, an important piece is that, yeah, 
people don't have to have experience, I guess is what I mean when I say that, when they come in to apply that I'm happy to give them the skills. Because I think sometimes in coffee that has limited us and who we hire because we're only hiring people who've already gotten in Mm -hmm. the door and then we end up with people, we end up with not enough diversity. We end up with the same group of people. So, um, and then I think other advice would be to just, you know, think about the boss that you would want to have, I guess, is what I think about when I'm struggling is like, what would I want my employer Mm -hmm. to do? You know, a couple of months ago, I was hanging out at Mark Arts at a chamber event. And lo and behold, they announced that Leslie Coffee Company won the Small (laughs) Business Award. And I seen Miss Leslie roll up to the stage and uh how was that feeling how was that that's pretty that was pretty cool it was a packed house too it was you know i was really shocked (laughs) (laughs) i really didn't think that we were gonna win and then we did win and then i cried in my acceptance (laughs) speech and i felt like such a goofball but You know, I don't really think of myself as a business person or as an entrepreneur. I think about myself as a barista. So to win a small business award, to me, that was meaningful validation that, you know, maybe I do know some stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Even though sometimes I feel like I'm faking it, you know, (laughs) like that. Yeah, that maybe I... Maybe I am a business person after all. You're located in Delano. Help people understand exactly where. Delano's not your dad's Delano anymore. Delano, no, no. Delano's popping. It's popping over there. So where, is, yeah. where are you at? We're at Douglas and Walnut. So Seneca. Seneca, okay. And then Walnut is one street east. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're on, on the, the corner. northeast corner. We're on the northeast yeah, corner. Yeah, okay, that's I our... know where you, okay. Yeah. And people are already, always outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Or eating or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's where you're at. That's good to know. I'll stop by now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you can teach me how to make a brown and white coffee thing. You are going to love it. I don't know if she's going to teach you that, but she would love for you to stop by. We, we do teach classes if you want. You to do? Take a, yeah, we do. We do an espresso class and a latte art class what? and a coffee brewing class. When? Now, is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go we, ahead. Well, the next latte art class is a week from today, but I think it's sold out. But oh, yeah, of latte art. But you yeah. have to take one like a beginner's class of it first or no, you can just no, you can come with no experience. Mm. Yeah. You can just latte come take a art. class. Is this on your website? Like, how do we find out about this? It's on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Is it on social? I hope so. Maybe I didn't put them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go put them on Facebook and then, yes, it will oh, be okay. on social media. All right. Yeah. That's cool. I'm definitely going to sign cool. up for that. That would be latte a cool like. You know, for all of our listeners who are business owners as well or aspiring or side hustlers. I mean, this is a great, like, fun activity that you could do with your team as well, right? Team building activities. and Yeah, we could. We've done that. Yeah, I think we've done that before for a company where we did, like, a team building. Sorry, Don. I just kind of, that excited me. You hijacked just like normal. It is what it is. Uh, Last question for you. You've been around four years, if my math is right. Just about, almost. Okay. Next five years, what's that going to look like? Well, Delano's going to grow a lot, I think, in the next five years. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I'm glad that we're there and we're established and hopefully, hopefully the community will continue to grow and thrive and change. But I don't know. I think that at some point, I think Delano, there's kind of like not competing interests, but they're what I see with the fridge and with the community that's in my coffee shop and what I see with all the new development is like, how are these things going to integrate and mm-hmm. everyone's going to be here together? Coexist, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to be an interesting challenge. And I hope that I hope that it goes the way that I want it to go. Or mm-hmm. I hope that people can see the way the coffee shop exists, that it is possible to be a space for everybody mm-hmm. and not just yeah. for, you know, one subset or, you know. Yeah. I think I don't, I'm excited about the development mm-hmm. and I think Delano is cool, but I think it's cool now. Okay. And I think it's still going to be cool if we get new stuff. It's not cool because of the new stuff, I guess, is what I mean. And to be able to keep the cool factor, I've heard that, you know. Right. So the unique thing that makes Delano, Delano, don't let it change just because the other outside new things are coming in. Right. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Nicely put. I think it's time for a little word association. I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? Sarah. Okay, I'm ready. ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. Leader. Oh, no, I'm already doing bad. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, me. That's Boom. a good one. Okay. Success. Peace. Nice. College. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Wanna... A good time. <laughs> Never mind. We'll keep going. A failure. Failure. Um, closing. Entrepreneur. Mm, anybody. Wichita. Home. Vacation. <laughs> In September. Oh, no. wow. Has a plan. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, hero. Mm, my parents. Fun. Mm, a walk. Walk, okay. Family. My son. Wichita Chamber. People, nice people, friends. Well, I can guess what this one would be, but you can tell the truth, especially <laughs> if it's not uh, apparent. Beverage. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I tried and to get that. just wanted to go. <laughs> Excellent. You know, Sarah, thank you for coming through. Truly thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, yeah, this was pretty cool. Thank I'm you. I'm going to learn how to do that. We're going to take a, latte, a class. What, what'd you call it again? Latte, latte art. Latte art. Yeah. I mean, if you That's can't great. remember latte art, you know perhaps. Yeah. Well, <laughs> friends, <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, you got a point there. Latte <laughs> Sarah, art. we appreciate you being here. Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. Friends, that's the end of today's show. If you will please like us and share us with people that you know, please let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series.
This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.